ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex i don't like i'm gonna do a bit i feel like i feel like i'm having deja vu i feel like i've already did a bit this week <laughs> but uh <laughs> something about worms i played worms last night yeah that that's it that's it worms is a fun game guys I'm feeling a little low energy, but no bit today. No bit. Today. No, no, no bit. There was never a bit. Um, never a bit. Never. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> in stardom news, uh, Kyrie confirmed earlier today that she is going to use her old stardom theme uh, this weekend at Stardom World Climax. Dylan and I are very excited for the theme, and we're very excited for the shows. Um, but before that. <laughs> I love how we went on like a six minute. To... Okay, okay, I'm I'm breaking I'm breaking the the fourth wall. We recorded the first twenty minutes of this podcast and it did not save. It corrupted. Uh, so we are like we we dwelled on some of the... we talked about that theme song for like a good four minutes and now he's like okay I want to get through this right now please. So I find that very funny. That he's he's real he's real snappy with it. Because um, like no he's not even, let, he's not even letting me. Yeah, he's not even letting me comment on it. I was gonna be like, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool when they bring back the old themes because the old themes are usually better. But I can't even get that, and he's like, nope, we moving. <laughs> <laughs> Got to sail through. Um, so in uh, 
yeah, so we're both excited uh, for the Stardom World Climax shows. So we're going to run through the reviews uh, maybe faster than we, in- we intended. Because um, obviously people are here for Stardom World Climax. And uh, only one of the shows is up anyway because Stardom ran on Monday and we record on Wednesday. So asking them to get the two shows up in that span of time is, is usually asking a bit much. So um, we're just going to get on to the show that we have to review. Um, that was on March 20th. Uh, this is in Hamamatsu. Uh, they got 662 fans to the Axe City Hamamatsu, which is a really, really good number. Um, you know, other companies aside from New Japan that run here generally seem to do two to 300 fans every time. And even Stardom themselves was doing in the 300 region. And then for this show, they did 662, which is, is just really, really good. You know, there's a lot of people to attend kind of a, I wouldn't say it was a house show, like there was some importance to it, but it wasn't a major show either. Um Yeah, for 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 a show that was, you know, headlined by this uh I mean, I guess it was never random because they kind of labeled it earlier than they probably should have. Um labeled as the end of DDM. Mm-hmm. Uh it it drew a lot. Um, you know, cuz like other than that, it was a pretty just basic show. Um yeah. a basic house show, but they they drew a lot. Um it's it's interesting that they are kind of going up and down the east coast of Japan, like the the main of the main island of Japan, with Tokyo, Yokohama, Hamamatsu, and Nagoya being like their big uh, places. Um, obviously, Osaka is there too, but it's it's interesting that they're kind of. Uh, I know I know uh, we didn't even talk about this yet. That's fucked. Um, Rossi tweeted that Hamamatsu he kind of wants to make that one of their new homes uh, for like bigger shows, and obviously they can draw there. Uh, seeing that they got 600 for a house show. So looking at just the geography-wise, it's interesting that they are going in the direction of, you know, getting these Mayan Island uh, spots and boosting them up instead of going on long tours like AJW might have uh, back in the day. But they're still going that AJW direction of, like, seeking out the cities that don't necessarily get a lot of love from other companies, so... Uh, it's an interesting strat. We'll see how it pays off for them. But Hamamatsu looks like it's going to be their spot for a bit. Yeah, when when even Rossi kind of notices that there's potential here for for the big shows, then you know that there it might be something that they target. Um, and especially because this venue itself seems like it could be kitted out for more seats if they needed to. So you know, maybe when restrictions ease, we'll see some of those kind of B level shows run in Hamamatsu to to maybe sell a thousand ish tickets. Because um, it does seem like there's a market there hungry for stardom at as at the moment. Certainly, yep. Um, yeah. With that, we should get on to the show. Uh, the opener was Saeeda beating Wakaskiama in just over eight minutes with the Northern Light Suplex. Um, as far as openers go, this was good. You know, the there's obviously a typical bar for what an opener is, and then this exceeded that, which is obvious because Sai Ida was there. And Ida's a perfect wrestler to, to put in these openers. She gets the shows off with a to a really good... She starts them off on the right note, whereas, you know, some yeah. people might just have an okay match or they'll have a solid match. Sai will go out there and have something enjoyable all the time. It's it's really a shame that Ida got robbed of of that future run, um, mm-hmm. because like she, you know, it's the perfect future champion, uh, and she didn't really get a lot of time with that. But she's she's making up for lost time. She's having a lot of good matches here. Um, Waka says in the pre match that Saya is jacked, 
Um, but Waka has also been trying to get jacked lately. Uh, not as jacked as Ida. That's the problem. No. <laughs> Ida just threw her around. Um, and also Saya forgot Waka's name, I'm pretty sure. She did not even mention her whatsoever. Uh, the, the spot the spot of the match, the spot of the week, the spot of the month, the spot of the year, if I will, um, was Ida taking a brain bomb bump off the Bobby Tyler because Wakasukiyama wants to be like Bobby Tyler and she's doing it pretty well. Ida, Ida gave it to her. Uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. This was a good match. Yeah, no, Waka was quite good in it as well. Her forearms were really good, you know, and, and when you're wrestling somebody who's more powerful than you and they're going to beat you up, your your comebacks need to be strong. And uh, I thought Waka's were here. And um, Waka's comebacks are, are definitely improving, like very, very noticeably. Uh, yes, yeah. Cause when she fires point, up, shit's going down. At one point, her comeback was like the least interesting part of like any match on the show. Uh, saying that her selling was always one of the best, so like she always had that to her. But I feel like her comeback's definitely growing a lot, and it's it's looking really good. Um, firmly putting her ahead of my Sakurai, uh, much like everybody else. Y'all are gonna be proven wrong about my Sakurai one day. Um, yeah, speaking right. of my Sakurai, she was in the next match. It was my Sakurai and Tekla of Don Del Mondo beating Rina and Saki Kashima of Oedo Tai in just under 11 minutes. Um, in the pre-match promos, uh, first Rina called her opponents crappy old hags, and uh, Saki looked very, um, she looked very torn over this comment because Saki is is the same age as Tekla. So um, she was kind of like, oh, does, does that include me, maybe? I don't know. And she just said, yeah, you crappy old hags anyway, and walked off. So she, you know, she, she made peace with it. Um, and yeah, then my Sakurai looked really comfortable. It's probably the most I've comfortable I've seen her uh, was her and Tekla in this pre-match promo. They were just their energies worked together really well. And my Sakurai got to call Rina a little shit, which is, is very funny. Um, and yeah, Tekla was her usual weird self, because that's, that's kind of her calling card now. Self, for a like lower card away to tie match, it was quite good. You know, Rina and Saki do a lot of the, the heat segment stuff, but I thought my Sakurai was really, really good in this. Her big boots were good, her forearms were good, her fiery comebacks were fantastic. Um, especially against Rina. Her and Rina worked really well together, and Rina was good herself. She deserves a lot of praise, um, but obviously we know she's great, so <laughs> we don't need to to set aside time to talk about her. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought like Mai and, and Rina did really good work in this one, and uh, you know Tekla and Saki played their part. So while it maybe isn't uh, you know, a, a three-and-a-half-star match or anything for, for in a way to tie undercard, tag it was it was quite enjoyable yeah i think i think on paper it probably uh elevated whatever did in in live action because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like a great match on paper whatsoever in fact no. last week i detested the idea of it uh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I i imagine it wasn't as bad as i you know made it out to seem but in fact i'm sure it was probably pretty decent from what you were saying but yep. you know those undercard to oh wait a time matches scare me so that is fair. Uh, speaking of undercard away to tie tags, uh, the next match was Momo Anabe, Starlight Kid, and Rocka of away to tie beating Mirai, Natsupoi, and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo. Um, I actually Starlight... started this one. Yeah? And I didn't finish it. Oh, lovely. Um, Starlight Kid pinned Natsupoi with the Wrath of the Black Tiger to get the win. 
Um, the most notable thing that happened here is that in the pre-match promos, while Mirai was doing her usual shtick about being in Hanamatsu for the first time, going to put her whole soul into the ring, she's going to get the win, and Natsupoi just cuts in with hamburger. And I don't think Natsupoi knows why she said it. I don't know why she said it. As she immediately broke laughing. No, and the, the promo just ended. So that was it. They just they cut on hamburger. So straight up, like the funniest shit. Like I wasn't planning on like watching, like because okay. So let me preface. Last night when I was watching the show, like when I was I was prepping, um, Ida and Waka was like the only match I was planning on watching because the other two were just a way to tie undercard match, and I was like, eh, you know, what what much is gonna happen out of them? Um, but I did end up starting that six man, and for good reason, <laughs> because. That was the funniest fucking pre-match shit I've seen in a minute. Like that was hilarious. I like I don't know why I posted on Twitter and everything because it was just it was just so funny to me. I I love not It's exactly what I would do in that situation when somebody's getting real serious about professional wrestling. I'd just be like pickles. I just die laughing. Like that's exactly like I I. I want to be like Natsupoy. You know what I mean? She 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 killed that. And then she died laughing and walked away. As you do when you troll your new tag partner. Of course. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, look, gotta love Natsupoy. Um, also, Mirai just looked at her like she, like, killed a baby. Like, it was fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like, like Mirai's like, what the fuck, bro? And then, and then Hibika's like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like Mirai just like got so like, dude, what the fuck? Like, oh man, that was hilarious. That was a good time. It was a good. Yeah, time. that was quite fun. Um, the next match on the show then was. <laughs> I have nothing to say about the match itself. <laughs> we already did. It's it's too late now. I'm I'm just I don't want to do it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, we didn't have many takes about that match anyway. It's fine. Uh, the next match on the show was a. St- the stars team of Momo Kogo, Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, and Mayu Utani beating Miyu Amasaki, Lady C, Sayakamatani, Utami Hajishita, and Azumi of Queen's Quest. Um, this is a great match. You know, if you're if you're a spreadsheet person, I could see you in the range of four stars on this, like it was that good. Um, it went under thirteen minutes, so they packed in a lot. You know, there's ten people in there, thirteen minutes. They did a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff as well. Um, Koguma and Azumi did their high-speed stuff, which was, was really cool, and that was kind of maybe the highlight of the match. Um, but everybody else yeah. just did well, and there was a lot of really cool combo offense, a lot of good tag moves. And uh, even the final stretch with Mayu and Lady C, I thought, was was pretty good, and they didn't draw it out too much. So just all in all, like it was a really well-paced tag match where everybody did their stuff and they packed in so much action that it was it was just really great. Because it's Azumi and Koguma, I do have the energy to uh, re- rehash everything I have already said. Um, Azumi and, and Koguma did incredibly. I think Koguma is one of the best at like having like an on switch and like switching her, her vibe because one second she was doing the, the camel clutch with the bear and she's like, Utami's a bear now. Yay! And then the next she was just running at fucking lightning speed doing the high speed stuff with the Zumi and the next she was just beating the shit out of me. Um, or I guess that was the first one but still. You go, I mean, I think that uh, Koguma has one of those She's just one of those wrestlers that's incredibly versatile, and I think she's hilarious, and I think she's really good at the wrestling, which is all I need. Um, Azumi, 
looks like a fucking million bucks. She she looks like the leader of Queen's Quest. She was centered in this match. She was centered in the pre-match. Um, so she she does ever since she like got her extensions, she like looks like a firm leader and like with the belt and everything. Uh, just her entire presentation looks great, and mm-hmm. I really like it. I think that you know Sai Kamatani's positioned and ranked the highest, but I think Azumi is kind of being displayed as the leader right now and i like that because you know she always kind of has been the leader low-key if we if we want to talk about like that um but i I just really like the way she looked here um i'm excited for how she's gonna look in the future and i think everybody did great here really good match definitely and um i do want to praise the the queen's quest kind of how they pivoted from the masks being their thing and you know the masks and the get up being what set them apart and made them look cool to easily moving to kind of the baseball tees that they have. Um, and these baseball shirts are always really good. Um, but just when Queen's Quest came out, all five of them wearing the, the, the white Queen's Quest baseball shirts, Lady C with the flag, which we've already said is a great move. They just looked great. Like aesthetically, it's really good how they were able to successfully move from being the group with the masks to being the baseball group. I don't think they're actually baseball tees, but they're you know, not, I think not. everybody knows. No, they are. They're there. They're generally. Uh, yeah, because I mean, back in the day, that's the that's one of the most iconic Konami fits is her Queen's Quest baseball tee. Yeah, yeah. So she it's it's, it's a throwback. Yeah, it's in fact that's one of my favorite rest pieces of wrestling uh, like merch ever, and I really mm-hmm. wish I could have bought one because I loved those black and white baseball tees back in the mm-hmm. day, um, and these look great as well. Uh, I agree with you. I think they give them a little bit of uh you know team pride which i feel like each each team except for ddm is kind of trying to get around to um they're all trying to sort of vibe together a bit more except for ddm because they're about to fall apart completely um but uh my point is is doing the team pride thing so they they at least cover it that's Um, good and yeah i i really like where queen's quest is right now Mm -hmm. um if rossi splits them up he will never be forgiven (laughs) <laughs> yeah um no like i think what i enjoy the best about queen's quest is that for matches like this that aren't huge they have the baseball tees to kind of tie them all together and then when it comes time for big matches they pull out the trench coats and the trench coats also look cool so yeah. queen's quest stays being the coolest looking faction somehow even though they've completely they have changed they have that yeah. aesthetic, man. it's just their entire thing which is great um and yeah, with that, we uh, go on to the main event. Uh, this was the Donna Del Mondo and Cosmic Angels return to origin tag. Um, this was Micah, Siri, and Julia of TDM beating Unagi Saka, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Siri pin Mina with the the White Tiger? I don't know if that's... That's one of them. Yeah, yes, okay. That's the White Tiger. Yeah. Um, so th- I thought it was very fun uh, in the pre-match promo. Obviously, a lot of it was Julia and Siri kind of talking. And then Micah. So there was a part where Siri was like, after the match, I have something I want to say to you, Julia. And Julia responded with, and I have something I want to say to you as well. And Micah just cuts in with, I also have something to say. And um, Thank you, Micah. <laughs> it's just, it just completely threw off. <laughs> the, like Julia had no idea how to go on from there, so she just like closes the promo out, and Micah just bursts out laughing as they cut away. It's it's so 
it was so fun. Like Micah, I've never seen Micah be so uh, comedic because she she just completely intentionally. She has the dry humor. Yeah, she has the dry yeah. humor usually. She really. <laughs> she intentionally ruined the vibe and took so much pleasure in it. It was it was amazing. Micah's um, the child in this divorce. Um, yes. Like she is. Like obviously there's eight members, but like Micah is, you know. The oldest the eldest child i suppose so she's like yeah nah y'all ain't y'all ain't breaking up i hope y'all know that like just like from from below like looking up at them this ain't happening just so mm-hmm. you know i'm getting <laughs> in the way of this so yeah unfortunately she could not get in the way of it for for much longer nope um so the match itself i thought was was fairly good um it could have been better i thought julia and tam had their their part where obviously they're meant to be the big confrontation uh, to you know build to whatever their grudge is heading towards i don't really know because my or julia and tam are feuding but there's no real definitive end goal for it there so they just kind of hate each other um but i didn't think their their exchanges were that good um they did have some good ones there was you know some cool slap exchanges but for the most part i thought some of it was hit or miss um, so that kind of took the match I guess down. Never miss, huh? Did you just make oh, an sorry. OG oh, sorry. TikTok Let's move reference? On. Let's move on. Let's move on. That that is a years old reference. Like that is. That is I bad. miss being sixteen. Okay. Do you? Do you really? No, actually, not okay. at all. All right. To be honest, I didn't think so. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so th- that match was good. It could have been better if Julia and Tam had done their thing properly, but they. They just didn't really gel. Um, and yeah, that was that. Um, after the match, Julia and Siri basically said their thing. They were like, hey, you know, it was good to be together again. It's been a while since us three OGs teamed together, and I'm glad we got to do it. Um, and yeah, Micah got on the mic at the end and was like, look, I will, I will accept whatever you guys decide to do after this world title match. So... This this was the end of the group, but it wasn't yet the the demise. I am wondering how this is going to work. I you mean, know, we'll get to that after. after yes, the next yeah, show. that's uh, better saved for this one. Uh, so the next match or the next show, uh, which isn't up at all for us to review, sadly. Uh, this is in Nagoya. This was in the Nagoya Congress Center Hall. Uh, this did five hundred and ninety-three fans. So Stardom almost did back-to-back six hundred plus attendances, which is cool. Um, in the opener, Mirai beat Miyu Amasaki in just under ten minutes. In the match after that, Koguma and Hanan beat Momokogo and Hazuki when Koguma pinned uh, Momokogo in just over eight minutes. Uh, the Donna Del Mondo team of Mai Sakurai, Natsupoi, Himeka, and Micah beat the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Himeka pinned Waka in that one. The match after that was Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, Rina, and Saki Kashima of Oedatai beating Lady C, Sayakamatani, Utami Hayashishta, and Azami of Queen's Quest. Uh, I'm happy I didn't watch that one. In the semi-main event, we had the Ali Kaba Memorial. It was Suri and Julia beating Sai Ida and Mayu Watani in over 14 minutes. Uh, Julia pinned Ida, I believe, with the Bianca. I think that's a, a, a submission. Or it's not a submission. Um, it is something. Isn't, her, <laughs> isn't, her, isn't that like her version of the, uh, the Gloria? Or am I crazy? I don't think so. I don't like, know, not, to be honest not the, with you. Not the Gloria. Like, it's... 
Like, I know you mean the, the Naito move, um, but yeah. I don't think so. I'm not really sure, though. We'll have to wait. I know she does a move that's like the fucking glory. Yeah. Okay, it might be that then. Oh no, it is. Know. It is a submission. It's a, it's a submission. Uh huh. Okay. I forget which submission. We'll see. Us and our knowledge of moves. Don't you love it? Um, the main event then of the show is an SWA World Undisputed Women's Championship match. It was Tekla defending against Rocka. Oh, okay. Uh, in just under eleven minutes. It's the it's the um, wing snapper with the legs. Where she like right. doesn't double armbar with the legs. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so the big news from this show was that after the uh, Ali Kaba match, Siri got on the mic and she said, hey, look, um, EDM, you guys can second Julia at Stardom World Climax. Uh, I'm going on my own way and I'm going to have a bodyguard with me, the strongest bodyguard to second She's me on that show. from DDM. Yes, so uh, basically... Maybe not officially, but pretty officially. Well, she's out because um... no, but but like I like I think that it's official, but like the it's it's one of those things where it's like the the stardom account, you know, the stardom account that I'm blocked by, uh, that I'm still a little salty about is like the the future of Shuri and DDM isn't certain, and it's like I think it kind of is, but yeah, she wasn't okay. at the uh, the closing roll call or anything. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty certain here that she's she's out. It's funny that even when their strongest member leaves, they still close the show. Like, I know Tekla won the main event, but, like, I, I just find that funny. It's like, you can't stop them from closing that damn show. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but Shuri's about to close two shows without DDM, it looks like. Yeah, so uh, this is not how I think anybody expected it to go. She basically said, I'm doing my own thing. DDM, you can stay together with Julia, and I'm going to do my own thing. Um, One minute. Yeah. Now, I can see some people jumping anyway. Like, maybe after the, the Julia and Siri match, somebody will get on the mic and say, hey, I want to, you know, continue my path with Siri. So I, I think see that happening. I think that is what... I think Mirai goes with Shuri. Yes. Because Mirai is, isn't is almost in, the, a in the day two. Yeah, Mirai isn't in the day two uh, DDM tag match. So she's mm. not really... Like, she can just bail day one if she wants. Yes, that is um, very that is very smart. She, she has no obligations. Um, other than that, I don't really know. I feel like Micah would go with Shuri, but I feel like right now they aren't breaking up my Himipo yet. Uh, so yes. maybe they wait. Yeah. And well, the bodyguard is, is the probably biggest thing. So the bodyguard is interesting because there's so few people left that it could be. Because um, nobody has left their home promotion since Nanai. And then I turned up earlier today. Up. Yeah, yeah, at a at great. So she's presumably not there. Um, a lot of the freelancers are tied up with nomads now, and I am assuming that if you're doing nomads, stardom is a no go because, you know, Natsu is obviously. I guess she's running nomads in in a way. Yeah. And, and also, given... the entire point of of nomads is you know you don't have a home. So if you found a home before the first nomad show. Kind of sus, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yes, very much so. Now, would it be a beyond stardom to, to get somebody to burn a bridge like no. that? No. Um, do I see it happening? Probably not. So, but it leaves you... Out. That, yeah. that, that, that was my main thought, was that it's like, okay, so it's it's not... Obviously, the thing, another thing is that so many of the the freelancers nowadays are connected to almost every company. Mm-hmm. Um, In that, you know... Like obviously it was never gonna be her, but somebody like Miyuka Takase is in Seedling, Wave, 
uh, Sendai Girls, Marvel. Like, she's everywhere. Like, and, it's, and nomads. She, and, and nomads. So it's not like she can just, like, up and bail on all of those. Like, if anybody, Miyuka Takase can the most, and she isn't going to because she runs nomads. It's that mm-hmm. type of thing. Where, like, if you're a freelancer with some notoriety in the Joshi scene right now, you are wrestling pretty much everywhere, and you have obligations pretty much everywhere at least for you know the next couple months at the very least so it's it's hard to view anybody like i, I was thinking it was going to be hiroyo but then the boys at dpw fucking <laughs> she's going to be in america uh early next month so i don't see her jumping to stardom anytime soon no. with that um... i i don't know when she says strongest it makes me think and you brought this up it makes me think of my daily dose of protein. I'm going to be honest. But I doubt that she ever comes back to wrestling, is my fear. Yeah, Reika Saiki is an interesting one. She never officially retired or anything, but she, you know, she had that she, jaw injury and then that was it. She yeah. just never got back and into the And she's been ring. doing a lot of like PR stuff, just, you know, as a bodybuilder and everything. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't need to, to do yeah. it. I know I could she see doesn't. her doing it, um, but I, I don't know. It'd be um, a huge get for, for yeah. Sarah. Just for the visual. Yes. Dude, fucking her versus Ida, that is a match. Like, that is one of those matches, mm-hmm. man. That could be terrible, but it also is, is, <laughs> is two, two very uh, mus- muscular women, small, short, muscular women beating the shell of each other. That sounds fun. Of course. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, Reika Saiki is the, is the one that, that jumps to mind. Um, Konami coming back is possible. I don't... Like Dude. she's she's been training with her original kind of MMA trainer, hasn't she? she I can't remember her been, name. Yeah, like she's been she's active, been, you know. She's been very active. Yeah, like she she has gone the opposite of the Kagetsu route in that mm-hmm. she is still a professional wrestler. She yes. just isn't currently wrestling. Uh, and but I don't know if she. I don't know. I feel like that's so soon. <laughs> like I would be very happy with. Like I'd be cool with it. But that is incredibly soon for mm-hmm. her, you know. Like I guess it really is never end in that case. Yeah. Like man, I I wrote an article uh for Deadlock that still hasn't come out, and she will have come back by the time that it is scheduled to come out. Oh God. <laughs> like, uh... and that's like that's not even like a, a knock on Deadlock like being late or anything. That's just literally like. I finished it like three, two weeks ago, maybe. And yeah. they have a, like, pl- like, <laughs> what the fuck? But she is the, she is the most likely candidate, honestly. Yes. I mean, unless they bring in a foreign wrestler, like, I don't, even I, then. I feel like, I feel like every foreign wrestler that could be is, is booked through the fucking ringer. For the Nia next. Jax. Give me Nia Jax. Um. She probably would every be time you in. say Nia Jax, every time yeah, she wouldn't. Um, every time <laughs> you say Nia Jax, I say Loki, and it just becomes a, a degenerate level of yeah, <laughs> of what the fuck are we even talking about? That's true. Um, but yeah. no, like really, Loki, Loki and Joshi matches. Oh let's God. let's talk Please about that. I'm sorry. Okay. Stop talking about Loki. I I don't I don't I don't I don't like Loki. He was good ten years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when he was Cabal. And what we also know. <laughs> Is that uh, it's definitely not Tony Storm. Uh, Tony Storm is never taking a bump again. Um, so that's you know she she's can be ruled out of all for future speculation because that woman, if she is smart, is is never ever taking a Dude, bump again. She's like, she, I'm gonna be honest. She's God. Like she <laughs> she married she married Juice Robinson. Yes. 
and is is like about to be just like a millionaire just like period and i'm just like damn that's like that's a that's a life man Mm -hmm. that's a life and she she's what like 25 years like she's still young as shit pretty much yeah 26 that is like she's she has solved it she has solved the like she solved it's a solved game life is a solved game be tony (laughs) storm that is that is (laughs) that is it yeah i wish um yeah i don't know the um big juice robinson guy i don't know if you know about that yeah you've, you've made that clear sadly um yeah the bodyguard no idea um it really like maybe it's somebody from a different promotion that Stardom is now working with, but I don't see it because they are going to be on a one, lot of Stardom shows. So it, it's one thing about unlikely. about Reka would be that's hilarious is that she is like four eleven, so she would be like other than Saya like the smallest wrestler on the roster. Yes, and like she's amazing. huge, but like as the bodyguard is like the imposing bodyguard that would be that's just funny to me. Like she like she is she would be a very. Uh, effective bodyguard but just like visually like shuri being a foot taller than her fucking hilarious i would love that yeah no that's fair um yeah i don't know we can't really speculate much more because we've we've run through most of the logical options there um as far as like free agents i was trying to like think about wrestlers that like shuri has had history with that's how i kind of got to like hiroya matsumoto yeah because she's just they've just always kind of been around each other uh but you know, she's not it. So, I don't know. Your guess like is as good as mine. <laughs> but, um... I also, I also brought, apologies, uh, I also brought this up to you that it's like, the, the language of it also means a little bit, because depending, like, when she says the strongest, she could mean, like, the best, and she also could mean the well, literal presumably, strongest. Presumably, yeah, she means somebody who can, who can, like, have her back. In, in the ring, because she's going to need somebody to team with on these the house show yes. loop, so... But yeah. but my point is, like, ver- like Konami versus fucking Aja Kong, strongest is Aja Kong, but the best not well, it's still Aja Kong, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucked it up, that's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, like, I can't... I No, but you get what, do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, I do, and I think you're overcomplicating it, though, it a bit. On. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that, uh, it is time to preview Stardom World Climax, huh? So day one of Stardom World Climax is on the 26th of March. Uh, this one is Stardom World Climax 2022, the best. Uh, so they do have different names. In the opener, we have Hanan defending the Future of Stardom Championship against Rina. So presumably Hanan will retain here because that seems to be the direction. I hope so. Yes. I feel I like I feel like Hanan's the one that needs to like run the first couple of new blood dates, honestly. Obviously they haven't announced the second one, which mm-hmm. is so you don't really know if they're going to drag it out, but I feel like she's definitely the person that you'd want ahead of the the new blood stuff uh because of how well she meshed with uh JTO on the first one. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're going to be bringing in youngsters from outside, then, you know, Hanan is the person that you want wrestling them, definitely. So. Yeah. Uh, also, she's just beaten Rina, regardless. Like, she, you know, I think she's 
winning yeah, that match. Yeah, Rina has time. Rina has a lot of time to win this belt. So yeah, if she did win it here, that would be pretty insane, though. I I, I wouldn't be fully opposed to it, but that would be a really interesting way to go. Definitely. Um, the next match on the card then is a Golden Generation singles match. It is Saya Ida versus Mirai. Um, I have Mirai here as as the winner. I don't think that's too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it took me that long. Yeah. I don't know either. That'd be fun though. Yeah, I I don't understand why Mirai's in the Golden Gen. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me personally, uh, considering that like she just like i don't i don't know maybe maybe i'm like i'm missing something here. maybe uh, that they all debuted in a similar time span but um, they didn't really because like micah debuted in what mid 2019 yeah and oh yeah i guess within like a year or so i think yeah, 2019 they, might be the, the thing because i but know tommy's in it true Utami she though, I feel like I she's did. she's not really, and I think I'm pretty sure it's Saya Kamatani that's there. No, it's it's all four of them. It's it's uh, Aphrodite, it's Mahime, it's Ida, and it's uh, now Mirai. All right, okay. Yeah, and he make a debut in 2017, so that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't remember if if it was Himeka who debuted early, but yeah, that's what I mean. Is that's like. And I don't think they're all, like, the same age, unless they're all, like, around 23, vaguely. That might be true, yeah. Oh, well, actually, no, because I'm pretty sure Saya Kamatani is a bit older than the rest. Um, I have no idea when Mirai, what her age is, I don't think. I feel like she's younger. Mirai, oh, yeah, she's 99, so, yeah. Yeah, so again, Mirai is the is the outliner because even uh, Kamatani is only twenty five. So they're again. I don't know why I'm just looking up. Yeah, the, everybody except for Mirai is around the same age, and maybe Micah because we don't know how old well, she is. Well, like Kamatani is nineteen ninety six, which is a bit of a difference from the others. So she might be. Yeah, the... but but everybody's you know ninety five, ninety six, roughly. True. I don't know. Except for Mirai. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just one of those marketing things that, you know, happens sometimes and it just fits and it's yeah. an easy way to, to get focus on somebody. I suppose. Um, with that, though, we should look at the next match. Uh, this is a six-person tag gauntlet four-team battle. So, um, Thank you, Excalibur. Yes. Uh, so it is Himeka, Natsupoi, and Mai Sakurai of Don Del Mondo. Versus Mina Shirakawa, Wakaskiyama, and Momo Kogo. Versus Saki Kashima, Fukigen Death, and Roraka of Oeda Tai. Versus Azumi, Lady C, and Miyu Amasaki of Queen's Quest. Now, the stardom website does still say Azumi, Lady C, and X, but I assume... Some of these people are tall and some of these people are short. That is, that is, yeah. Well, no, there's like one tall one, maybe two. That's about it. Jumbo's tall. Yeah, so two. And their tag partners are short. True, I guess. Yeah. Um, this is one of those uh, old school things that we haven't seen from Stardom in a while. It is the get everybody on the card gauntlet. It reminds me of uh, I, I know we talk about this a lot, but like 2019, 2020 Stardom, where every cork and it have some mad like six team gauntlet tag just to get everybody involved. Yeah, dude. There was this period in like late 2018. 
where they ran the same three-way match like six times. <laughs> like it was it was Kagetsu and Hazuki versus um, Hannah and Mary Apache versus either a member of Stars and Mayu or a member of Jungle and Jungle. Like that, they ran that at least at least five times, <laughs> and like they never ran three ways. And they're like, you know what? We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this a couple times. I love that. So yeah, this reminds me of that. Um, regarding a winner, uh, I guess DDM. They're always the favorites. Maybe Queen's you Quest. Himipoi? Well, it's my my Sakurai, not. Oh yeah, I guess it is my, my Himipoi, technically. Yeah. She made that joke, and and Jumbo was like, "What the fuck did you?" Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, I guess they, they, they in Queen's Quest would be the favorites. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think it's probably DDM one. Yeah, possibly. Uh, the next match then is Donna Del Mondo versus Prominence. It is Micah and Tekla versus Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki. So we got our first taste of Suzu in a stardom ring. Um, Risa and Suzu got a win here, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially with Tekla I mean, Risa's, right there. Risa's challenging for the fucking world title. Yes. Uh, Suzu's, you know, Suzu. Mm-hmm. So, they kind of got to take it up here. Definitely. Uh, Suzu, I expect to get a lot of shine on, on these two shows. Yeah. Um, have you watched, have you have you seen the interviews with her and Julia in uh, Subtitle? I've seen people post clips and they look very spicy. It's, Suzu is so right. Because, like, it's, it's very funny. I know, this, you know, again, sidetrack, I apologize. But, like, Julia's like, yeah, we were, like, barely friends. We would only work together. And then Susan's like, yeah, we were friends. And then there's, like, 17 pictures of them hanging out. And I was like, damn, Julia. <laughs> you just, you just, like, uh, like, it was just, like, like, Susu, like, had receipts. That was the joke for me, was that it's, like, Julia would just be like, yeah, you know, it didn't really mean anything. And then, you know, I, I just, I just, you know. I just did what I wanted to do. And Susan was like, yeah, we were like best friends and we talked about everything together. Here are pictures of us constantly together at 24-7. And, and Julia betrayed this. And Julia's like, I, I barely knew what you're talking about. It was very funny to me. It is, uh, it is very deeply personal and also plays off of the fact that like everybody else hates Julia over her leaving Ice Ribbon. So it's, it's very interesting. I, un, Julie, like, as a character, Julia is very unlikable. I get it. Yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will uh, hopefully get more onto that eventually when they do kill each other in a one-on-one match. Um, the next match on Stardom World Climax is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. It is Koguma and Hazuki defending against Mom Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Um, to me, this has to Damn. be Kid and Momo winning. I, I think the, the guys belts have uh, had their couple defenses like they usually do, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to a new user. Yeah, which you know, kind of not. It doesn't suck. I I just I feel like FWC probably could have done more. Uh, mm, maybe not know. more because they've been doing they've been doing a good a good stuff a good stuff some good stuff, but I don't know. I wonder what that leaves for Hazuki because like Koguma is always going to be in and around the high speed division, uh, but I wonder what that means for like. You know, like I wonder what what this weekend really means for stars in general, because like Mayu is going to be you know uh, a seventeenth challenge down. Uh, Hazuki isn't going to really have anywhere to go right now because she's losing the tag belts. Mm-hmm. Um, Koguma, like I said, always challenges for the high speed belt. It doesn't really matter how many times she loses. Um, 
she's always the top contender. Uh, so yeah, I, I wonder where Stars goes from this weekend. Uh, but yeah, I think I think this is a widow tie win. Yeah, and I think Kid and Momo can do a lot with the belts. They're obviously very they talented, um, and they they're very easy to, to establish as antagonists. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I hope they don't pick up a goddamn microphone after the match, though. Oh, they will definitely. Um, the match after that then is the Pirate Princess Stardom Revival special tag match. It is Mayu Itani and Kairi versus Tamakano and Unagi Sayaka. Um, fully expecting Kairi to uh, knock Unagi's paint off her face with a backfist and then pin her. Yeah. Well, uh, no, 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 she's gonna hit the. She gotta hit the elbow first. I don't know. She's really been playing she'll up knock, the, uh, the... She'll knock her out and then hit the elbow. That's what's going to happen. Maybe. She might not want to do the elbow anymore. I imagine doing an elbow drop is, is a pain on your... It is. Your, your everywhere, <laughs> pretty much. I actually don't know. Maybe maybe she doesn't do the elbow. Yeah. Maybe maybe the elbow is like her, her uh, white belt finish. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like Possibly. she goes for it or something. Maybe, yeah. you know, Like, you know, like that, that's like a super. She doesn't just do it in... A match against fucking Unagi. That'd be good, especially you know she's she been away for two years. I don't move. know if she wants to can, uh to be hitting elbow you drops. Can save that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Kyrie and Mayu have to win there. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the match. Uh, Tem's actually pinning Kyrie. Um, and then she's winning the white belt the next day. I don't know if you know about that. I would not be shocked. <laughs> you should be shocked. That should, <laughs> if that happens, I'm walking away. <laughs> Tam is great. They love Tam. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't see it happening, though. Uh, speaking of the white belt, though, the next match is Saya Kamatani versus Utami Hayashishta. So this is a rematch of their uh, their world title match from, from over a year ago, um, which was very good. And I, I expect this to be pretty great, too. Uh, Saya has come on a long way, and if Utami wrestled Saya's match. This is going to be crazy. Um, I also think that Utami has grown in the areas that match against Saya will need to be yeah. better than they have in the past. I, I've always liked their matches together, um, but I think this could really exceed expectations here. Definitely. Um, because Utami has, has gotten better at working uh, more... She's gotten better at getting heat on people. I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to say it, because um, in the past she was quite terrible at that. In fact, so uh, I think this has a lot of directions that can go to be a good match, and I hope that they pick one of them and they don't uh, just sort of stall and do the same match that they've done in the past. Because um, yeah. that will still be good, but it'll just be you know a, a rehash. Yeah. Well, the dynamics feel different as well from their their yeah. big match, you know, because the last time it was Can Saya hang on with world champion Utami, whereas now they're more equals. Um so it's gonna be interesting to see how they play into that. Yeah, certainly. Um Zaikamatani is currently my rest of the year, so I um, have faith in her, yes. I will say. Uh, yeah, she's pretty great. Uh, I, I see her retaining here. Um Utami might win the white belt someday, but it will not be by beating Saya. I feel like it has to be though. In fact I'm pretty sure She'll beat Momo for it, if anybody. Yeah, but does Momo ever go back to the white belt? Maybe not. Maybe it's Siri, because I know we've said before Siri could be a white belt champ yeah. easily. So maybe Utami beats Siri for it. It's 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 really funny because I think the first time uh, Utami ever even mentioned the words white belt 
um, well, not the first time, but the first time in years since like pandemic uh, that she mentioned the wipeout. She was like, "I think the only person I can I can take the wipeout off of is Jungle," and then Jungle left. And she's <laughs> like, "Damn, that's yeah. crazy." <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't think she's winning here. Uh, but it'll be a good match. Um, Aphrodite is is in in the mix again for the big belt. I'm yeah. excited for that. Uh, definitely. And then we are on to our main event. It is the World of Stardom Championship match. It is Suri defending against Julia. Uh, so this is one of the big matches that Stardom has. Uh, obviously, we remember their 30-minute uh, draw for the, the white belt back at, uh, what was it, Osaka? Osaka Edion? It was Osaka. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't no know. Comment. <laughs> They've The build to this one has been... I mean, it's not the exact same, but it is very similar to the build to the first one, where they just start to to slowly but surely try to kill each other in the lead up. So, but I actually I think that first match has kind of taken away, like just in, including the build, not just the match itself, because everybody knows how I feel about that match. But has like almost taken away from this match because it's like I'm watching it and I'm like, y- you guys have done this before. Mm. I don't understand. Why this is so earth shattering. Where it's like, oh, we can never like face each other. We can never like stand near each other ever again because of this match. And it's like you guys have had a match with like almost the same amount. In fact, there was two belts. Like I think a white belt plus a SWA belt is at least almost equal to a red belt. Mm. So I don't understand why before the matches even happen, they're like, yeah, we can never. <laughs> this is going to be the end of our friendship because I know what I'm going to do. And I'm just like, you, you guys have done this before. Well, I guess they're going to be more violent. They're, that seems to be I the mean, promise. I hope, I hope. I mean, like, and I know that like, I'm, I'm deemed a negative Matsy. I am excited for this match. I hope this match does really, really well. I just find that very funny to me. That's like, <laughs> it's like, you guys have literally done this before like active this this exact match but you know um to me i see siri retaining um for a while there i was unsure and i thought they might belt up julia but looking at it now they've already set up siri versus risa sarah for the title um and julia can feud with suzu julia versus risa sarah could happen as well though i mean she she mentioned wanting to wrestle risa sarah yeah but the main thing is obviously julia and suzu and you really don't need a belt for that so you know julia can go and do her thing whereas siri can carry the world title into her new faction to to give it some credibility i think my least favorite thing about the way that they've done this is that i can't make any wolfpack jokes they don't really work because it's not like a yeah damn they really took that away from us I thought the wolf pack was going to be back, causing mass destruction. Yeah. You know. Uh, just as a question, th- this title match has a thirty-minute time limit. Do you think that they chance it and do they a draw? They cannot. Mm. They cannot do any of that. They can't do <laughs> the fucking Toyota Yamada. They can't. They can't do that. They can't mm. do that again. Uh, they can't do any of that. Okay. It can. It can go twenty-eight minutes. All right. Fair enough. It can't. It I agree. Can't go to a draw. Because, like, if, even if they restart it, I'll, it'll just be tacky. You That's know? true. Um, like, it's it's been less than a year. <laughs> do you think that maybe Julia channels her uh, hair versus hair match self? Because uh, that didn't go too long, if I'm remembering properly. 
Yeah, like Tam and Julia for the hair versus hair match went 18 minutes, and that was the main event of of you know the Budokan. Oh shit! Yeah. Like, do you think they might try that again? Where they, she just I is full like on might have... murder Julia? I feel like it's been a time constraint thing though. I don't know if they was supposed to go 18. I mean, Probably it, it worked well. That was their best match together. Yeah, but I don't know if they go. I mean, they might just murder each other. That seems to be the Julia mode. I, like, if you're gonna have, I think peak murder, then Julia. Julia's really interesting because, like, she's incredibly protected, but I can see Shuri killing her in, like, 11 minutes, and that being, like, a fucking... And then, like, obviously Julia wins the belt, like, later this year or whatever, but, like, Julia is, as a character, is very, very based on the comeback. Mm. Um, If you look at that Tam match, you know, she lost her hair, and then she's like, all right, I'll come back from this. And then she won the tag belts like a week later. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's kind of what she does. Is that it's like she gets her ass beat, and then she's like, "All right, I'll come back." Yeah. And then she just does that simply. Uh, and I think that could be it. Maybe not literally like eleven minutes, but I could see like Shuri fucking demolishing her in less than twenty. Yeah, I don't know. I see it more so as they will they will just completely throw everything at each other from from the start. Um, Another but, question uh... that I kind of have is how much does the bodyguard play into it? Like, is Shuri going to be a bad guy? I don't see Shuri no, as a bad guy. No, I think it's just more so that that's their best so, chance like, to debut somebody, that. and then Shuri yeah. is going to need somebody to tag with on the house show loop, so you might as well establish it then and there, and also give her somebody to, to be a second, since she's, you know, on her own. Yeah. Man, that Shuri interest isn't going to hit the same without nine people on the ring apron. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. not literally nine, but you know what I mean. Very upsetting. Um, but that is day one. Um, previewing the show, I, I didn't realize how kind of weak some of the card is. <laughs> like, it's very top-heavy. Yeah, a little bit. Very top-heavy. Um, and maybe that's just me. And, like, when we finish the show, it's obviously going to be great. Um, but just looking at it, I'm kind of eyeing it up as, okay, this is, this is reliant on some of the top matches. But then, you know, the tag belt match might absolutely kick ass and then the the prominence tag might also kick ass so i don't know but night two just yeah, comes to blow it away i don't think it's any more or less top heavy than like the past big man big shows i suppose yeah um i do think night two blows it I away mean, though which... let's let's remember the the biggest show that starm has perhaps run in in like nearly a decade also featured micah beating all three members of Cosmic Angels by herself. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> so. Still the best thing ever. Um, Shouts out Michinoku Drive. <laughs> uh, Number two. So that is that show, though. And the next show to preview is obviously the next day. It is on the 27th of March. It is Stardom World Climax, the top. Uh, this one is currently selling better than the first one. So uh, if there's going to be any ma- massive attendance number, it'll be day two, based on the looks of things. Um, the opener is... Rina or Hanan versus Mai Sakurai in a future Stardom Championship match. So we currently have Hanan going through. Yes. Okay. Um, that is what should happen. Yes. Um, until the New Blood show, I did think Mai was winning here. Um, but it, I, I, I do think that Hanan, especially if they're going to start incorporating some of the wrestlers from outside Stardom, has a lot of legs as future of Stardom champ. So I, I would keep it on her. I think so. I, I I mean, like, obviously, I have uh, a noted uh, distaste for uh, my soccer mm-hmm. personally, 
but I think that Hanan definitely should keep it for a little bit longer, at the very least. Um, in fact, I think she should probably defend it against Hina, since Hina's coming back soon as well. Uh, though I don't know if she's going to get the chance to do that, but I think I think Hanan has a few more challengers lined up, and I don't think my Sakurai has the uh, the depth to take care of those challengers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think the my Sakurai run is to put over Waka. <laughs> like I think I think that's that's where that heads. Like that's going to be Waka's first, not first win period, but that's going to be a big match is Waka versus my Sakurai in a singles match for the future mm-hmm. belt. But I don't think that happens now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I that's one that they can they can wait on. Fair enough. Um, so the next match then is the Cinderella Rumble. Um, so I'm not going through the participants on this. I did it a while ago. You should know who's on it by now. Um, Come on, man. All right, fine. Okay. So <laughs> the announced participants are. Unagi Saka, Mina Shirakawa, Lady C, Miyu Amasaki, Saki Kashima, Ruaka, Sai Ida, Momo Kogo, Waka Sukiyama, Tomoka Inaba, Aoi, Haruka Umasaki, Nanami, Maria, Aihozan, Mei Suruga, Yuna Mizumori, and several others. Uh, presumably, whoever loses the future stardom title match on day one will be in the Rumble on day two. That just makes sense. Um, we might see Hina come back. I could see that as well as one of the surprise entrants. Yeah, I mean, what the Cinderella starts a week yes. later, so I imagine that you know a Rumble. I mean, she already is out of school, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, she tweeted about that. Um, yeah, I could see Hina. That's one thing is that like Hina said that she's like got into like a top school, and I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> How much you gonna be wrestling <laughs> if you got into a top school? You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Um, but good for her. Uh, you know, you shouldn't. Wrestling is bad. Very much. Very true. <laughs> very much so. Um, I don't know. I could see. I mean, th- there's only what 17, I think, people announced for this match. Uh, there's gonna be more. Yeah. They usually go to like 20 or 22 at least. Yeah, last year's was 23 or 24. Um, so there is room for surprises. I could see. Unagi's been talking a lot of shit about Marvelous, um, so I could see somebody like Nagayo or, or Takumi showing up to, to beat her up, because that, I don't know, that just seems like a logical next step in her constantly talking shit and begging Maria to bring Nagayo to the, to the shows, so I could see that happening. Um, probably see a, a nostalgia pop for somebody like Momoe Nakanishi, she always seems to be around for these kind of things. Um, so yeah, interesting. I love Momoi. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, there'll be a few surprises, I think. Nothing like out of this world, but there there should be some surprise nostalgia acts at the very least. Who wins? That's the question. Um, I think Inaba. if that's exactly what I was yeah. Say. If if they are going the direction that they should be going, you give it to the Sendai Junior Champion. Mm. Uh, just because I, I think that that, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean a ton, like, literally. I mean, like, Starlight Kid won a Rumble, like, when she was 15 years old, yes. I think. Uh, like, you know, these Rumbles don't necessarily mean a ton, but they can mean something for somebody like Inaba, uh, who hasn't won a match in Stardom yet. I mean, she's only had one. But, you know, I think that can mean something for her. And also, I think that she... 
just as good. That's I don't know true. If, you know about that. um, if not her, I could see Miyu Amasaki winning. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say Miyu or maybe Kogo. Uh, probably. I feel like Miyu's kind of taking the spot that Kogo uh, was the the lane that Momo was going into, probably. in that she was like a fast rising star. I feel like they probably value Miyu a bit more uh, mm, long term than Kogo. Well, we will know a bit more yeah, after this match. Um, yep. The next match then on the show is the loser of Sayakamitani versus Yutami Hashishta versus Mirai. Uh, this is another golden generation so, battle. Uh, Utami versus Mirai. Yes, we have Utami. Sounds like a great match, actually. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is basically just part of them showcasing Mirai, really. Because, I mean, yeah. giving her two spotlight singles matches on these two shows is definitely a further sign of them being really high on her. You know, I d- like generally when companies do this across two day shows, I'm not really big on it. It's like, oh yeah, cool, you're just gonna, you know, bring out a big match to sell tickets. But this at the very least feels like they are saying, Hey, Mariah's gonna be great. So here's this, you know, feature of her on these two days and we're gonna have her beat Saida and then go the limit with our former world champion. Indeed. I'm looking at the Cinderella brackets right now, because I'm thinking about it. What if Mirai just wins the Cinderella? (laughs) I don't know. Do you want to lose another title match so soon? It it depends on if they run with her as the Micah or as the Himeka. That's That's true. That's what it depends on. That is fair. Because, I mean, she has a path to it. I mean, She does. She certainly, yeah. She can get there um, quite easily, in fact. Mm. No offense to me, Shirakawa. But <laughs> if, if Utami and Tam goes to a draw, like I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Or if Tam wins that, then I think Mirai is going pretty far, yeah. at least. Well, uh, we will have to check that out later. Because that's, that's what I think about these, like, uh, you know, consolation matches, the third place matches. Um, even though, like, when Mirai just, like, when somebody like Mirai gets just, like, sort thrown in there, uh, if Mirai beats Utami, I feel like she has a, a bit of a, uh, step to the white belt. And yeah, she, she won't the, beat Utami, like, though. Cinderella. Like, that's, they aren't gonna beat Utami. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If anything, it goes to a draw, know. but even then, I, I, I think. Uh, I don't know if they put, I don't know if they put draws early on in the show, especially. Uh... I feel like they should probably go a, a bit more drawless on these shows. Yeah, they won't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, these are a lot of fucking matches. I don't know if they're going, you know. Look, yeah, you can go 15. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the next match then on the show is the uh, Generation of Destiny match. I have completely forgot this match is happening. Uh, it is yeah. it is Hazuki versus Momo. Which is a shame. Yeah. Because, like, Hazuki versus Momo, back in the day, brother, you, I'm going to take you back for a minute to 2018. Oh, God. That fucking match was so good. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, one of my favorite examples of heel heat ever when fucking Hazuki won the match, but Daichi's like, nah, you used the fucking board, you loser. Get the fuck out of here. Get off of her. And then, like, the match, like, sort of, like, got back. Like, it was, oh, man. It was a really good... uh it was a good foil to a widow tie, and it was it was great to it was just a great showing for Momo, one of her one of my favorite white belt matches of hers, mm-hmm. and she had a lot of good ones. And uh, now the roles are kind of reversed with uh, Hazuki being the babyface and Momo being in a widow tie, and I am not particularly excited for it, and that makes me sad. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. 
Suzuki's mid like that. <laughs> Yo, nah, nah, I'm leaving. That's that's not that's not kosher. Uh, <laughs> he actually did it. I had to take a break. I didn't think you'd actually do it. <laughs> like I stopped myself from saying slurs. Oh, Fuck, I shouldn't have said. <laughs> uh, oh no! Slurs. I don't do that. Please, mm -hmm. please don't. Please don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Nothing. I'm a very, I'm a good Christian boy. Okay. That's not very. That's not much Check better. Um, anyway, uh, I have taken on the role as Hazuki's number one hater. Uh, I don't know if you've known this. Yeah, you're the worst. It's just very funny. Because <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't even hate her. I know people. I, I know, I know multiple people who are like, eh, she kind of hasn't uh, lived up to the, yeah, post retirement yeah. hype. And I, don't, I don't think that's unfair. Mm -hmm. But I think that she is just not really in the place to like she hasn't been positioned to particularly like any big match she's had she's done well in mm. i mean fucking harvest through tommy was really good in my opinion uh and other than that she's kind of just like in stars and that's her entire yeah you know lane right now is in stars but even so her, her goddess run was really good like her her god her i don't know it was fine run. i don't know um Anyway, it's it's mostly just a bit the the Hazuki thing because it's very funny. Like people get very upset, um, including me. <laughs> yes, and I knew it would work on you because you're such a big Hazuki fan. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I mean, I imagine Momo wins this match. The uh, she I know she doesn't win a lot, but I I assume you can average eat. I don't know. I feel like you can't have Momo and Starlight Kid lose on this show. Like you can't have the way that I just get completely obliterated. That's true. I suppose they can. Cause she they probably it spanners it. She probably uses the fucking wrench. Yeah, I'd say so. Like a fucking loser. <laughs> fucking wannabe show. Who wants to be show, bro? Nobody. Do you watch, do you watch New Japan? Nobody wants to be show. Come yeah. on now. No, you're right. Nobody even watches that shit. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to because I, want, I, I wanted to see if, if fucking... Zack Sabre Jr. would would beat the other British dude, and then it was the dumbest finish of all time. Oh, really? Oh dear. I watched five minutes, and it was the worst thing ever. Very bad. That's what you get for watching New Japan. Like I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Did I tell you I tried to watch a New Japan match there the other day? Um, Which match? Shima and Hiroki Goto. Oh yeah, the Shima, the Shima Goto yeah. match. How was that? I mean, I don't know. It was all right. I, I mean, it's Shima and Goto. I just hate yeah. New Japan's whole presentation now. Like it was so bland. It's, it's so not boring. Great. Like everything about it just feels so lifeless. They've streamlined everything. Yeah. yeah. Like even the even the junior matches, they've really. Uh, well, actually, no. I I would say I I get we are, Wrestle Kingdom had a couple good junior matches. I felt yeah. like they sort of diversified there. Okay. But other than that, I feel like throughout the year the junior matches are just very. You've seen it better everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, kind of that's fair. For example, I think I think Momo is just doing a better job at being show than show is, and I don't even think Momo's doing a spectacular job at the mm. gimmick necessarily. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just comparatively, she's head and shoulders above. But you know, yeah, I, I guess Momo wins here. Yeah, it know. makes the most sense. I feel like this all of this has a lot of implications for the Cinderella tournament. But at the same time, the Cinderella tournament is always so fucking random that nothing means anything. <laughs> uh, you know, because 
I mean, if you if you look at it, Arisa Hoshiki was just she had like four singles matches against like Saki, Kid, fucking Natsuko in her rookie era, and like one other person before she just won the Cinderella and the white belt. Arisa winning like, was the most obvious thing, wasn't it? It was. No, I, I I guessed it, but I was just like like she just won. She won like three matches yeah. before it. But that was so it's not like you very, have to be on like a, a roll. Like every, you should have known that was happening. Like everybody should have known that was happening. Oh, I saw it. No, I'm 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 not saying that I didn't see it coming, but I'm saying like building up. Like they don't really need to build up. No, like suppose, Cinderella yeah. is what builds people. Yeah. You know, like like Jumbo. Like we see Jumbo winning, and she, it's not like she's getting fucking. You know, it's like she's getting a win over anybody. So <laughs> it doesn't really. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was nice. Is Jumbo winning? Jumbo? I don't know. Probably not. Um, anyway, <laughs> we could talk about that next week when we're focused on it. Um, yeah. So the next match on this card is a high-speed championship match. It is Azumi defending against Koguma and Natsupoi. Uh, this will be great, and Azumi will retain. Maybe. I hope so. She probably will. You never know with these fucking high-speed belts, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess for a three-way, you probably could change it, but... I don't really see it. Not now. I mean, I, I don't think they should change it. Yeah, of course you don't. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, Who would have thought me not wanting Azumi to lose Yeah, completely unbiased here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I see Azumi retaining as well. Um, the next match then is the Pirate Princess Stardom Revival Special Singles Match. It is Kyrie versus Starlight Kid. Uh, this is going to be great, and Kyrie is going to spinning backfist the mask off of Kid and then beat her. And then Kid's going to pout like a baby and tell Kyrie to put a mask on her, and Kyrie's going to be like, "Nah, that's weird. Stop." Yes, pretty much. Yeah, Kyrie will just be like smack her around or something. She'll go. She'll she'll treat her like she's Mika Iwata. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's such a specific reference. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know the match man. where like Shut Kyrie up, just beat the shit out of Mika Iwata? Do you remember that? Have you ever seen that? I don't think I. Oh have. my god! I, I I have to get you to watch. That's again. like I like I said. That's a that's like a very. Yo, like, I don't think I knew that her and Mika. Yeah, rest. it's a very notorious match. It's the one where she like busts Mika open from a backfist. Oh shit! I yeah. think I do know. I I've seen that. I've yeah, seen the and then tries her, to like her destroy her, her ribs with a, a foot stomp. It is it is the best shit. Um, Kyrie taking liberty. Yeah, I mean, hopefully she keeps doing it. That was great. Um, but yeah, Kyrie is definitely winning here uh, against Kid. Although it should be a great match. Um, the next match though, very very tantalizing. It is the loser of Siri versus Julia. So we have Julia teaming with Micah, Himeka, and Tekla versus the prominence team of Risa Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, Akane Fujita, and Mocha, Mochi Miyagi. Um, this could be really good or really mid. I'm going to be honest. Gonna be really like, I think it'll be good because everybody's really yeah. good in this match. But depending on how much prominence like shifts their style to wrestle a stardom match, I, I, I don't know how a, a big you know, multi-person tag match will go. Uh, cause obviously, like, like the the match that Risa Sarah and uh, who the fuck is she? Akane. Team yeah, yeah. Uh, Risa Sarah and Akane. That match was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it did go a draw, so you know, it, it could have been better. But I don't know how all of them will mesh. You know, what I mean, I, I think imagine it be pretty good. well. Uh, cause Suzu is yeah. obviously like amazing, so there's no real worry there. Um, 
and I doubt Mochi will be that involved, where if she doesn't, then she, she won't drag things down. Um, and honestly, if they just build this around Julia and Suzu trying to kill each other, then perfectly great, you know, should be fine. Yeah, this could just be chaos, honestly. Yeah. Like, they could just run an old Jungle Jack-type match and just <laughs> True. do yeah. that. Um, I would have Prominence win. Um, I know we, we've kind of been on that train already, but if you're going to have Risa challenge for the belt, then she could definitely pin somebody here. I mean, who's the lowest-ranking member in DDM in this you match? You have Tekla, but I, you might as well go higher. I feel like Tekla's already, already been... Because like... See, Micah is so protected that pinning her would be a big that means thing. Something, um, yeah. And they don't, I don't, like, they're not going to pin Jumbo or, or Julia, so... Whereas Micah, they're a bit more open to it. Maybe I I could honestly see re, or see Suzu Suzuki pinning Julia. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe. like it it just it being complete chaos. Uh, maybe she uses a fucking uh, hammer or something <laughs> and just like fucking I don't know a knife. I get like who, <laughs> who fucking knows. Uh, I could see her using something or just beating her clean. I I, I could definitely see that. And because I imagine that they want Julia to get the heat back. Mm. You know, since Julia's losing this red belt match, I imagine that they're gonna sink her down a little bit more before she gets the win back on Suzu, uh, in a singles match. Cause I doubt they're doing multiple singles matches of that, and I don't see Suzu winning that singles match. So, I think Suzu over Julia. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I um, I have no objection to that. Get the photo up. <laughs> yes. Know, get the photo up. Definitely. Um, the match after that then is a. Uh, the winner of Saya Kamatani versus Utami Hayashishta defending the Wonder of Stardom Championship match against Tam Nakano. Um, we have that. We, we like we know Saya's winning on day one, and then she's retaining on day two. So like Saya's not losing this belt. Yeah, Tam is. Uh, you know what? Let's not. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I'm glad she's getting another big match because you know she obviously with whatever issue kept her out of the Nagoya show kind of has stunted her her output a bit um so it's good to get another big tam match especially if she plays into saya's style again because i mean that that match at ryogoku uh in december was really good so yeah i mean this could be really good or uh, again pretty mid they've had one of each of those matches those types of matches uh i think it's probably good though i think saya going over will be a, a fun fun thing yeah no definitely um so the main event then of the show is the world of stardom championship match it is the winner of siri versus julia versus mayu iwatani so we have siri going on here to to face mayu it's gotta be Shuri. yeah yeah i i would think so um i know i I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't think it comes here. Um, no, probably not, no. I would say, I know this like is I, a, a, a ways away, but I mean, if I'm having Mayu win the belt again, I, I'm waiting until they run the Dome or something, you know? Give her that big congratulations yeah. title win. Um, yeah. I but I don't that. know if they do that. They, I don't know if they'd be that sentimental about it. But uh, and, I, and I don't know if Mayu has until the Dome. Uh, to be I on can, top. I don't you know, know. I, mean? I can see them running it fairly like, soon. Like, I think... I think she... You think so? You think they're on the Within the next now? two years, I'd say. 
I mean, a couple of years ago, I remember 2023 was the projected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's more likely 2024. It's looking like at the Possibly. earliest, but I don't know. Like, I feel like Mayu is a weird one with the retirement thing. Cause like, I feel like Tam, that's what I was going to say was that Tam, Tam, she can announce her retirement mm-hmm. yesterday. And I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That sucks. But that makes sense. But Mayu, she could also do that at any time, realistically. But it will be like, no, so soon. Oh, fuck. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like more Mayu needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's more to Mayu's story. And that's no disrespect to Tam whatsoever. I think that Tam obviously has her, her great moments and her, has her story to tell as well. And I don't want her to retire by any means. But I feel like Mayu has, like, so much left to do, even though she's done it all. Which is weird. But... I don't know if she makes it to, like, the fucking Tokyo Dome. If she does, then yes, she should probably win the belt and, like, defend it there. Or win the belt there. Or just something like that. But at the same time, maybe they don't do any of that and Mayu never wins the top belt again. And that would be really sad. She ain't winning yet. No, no. It's gonna be a great match, though. Like, Siri and Mayu. Oh, fantastic. I mean, like, uh, you know, early prediction is probably match the two nights. Unless, like, the high-speed belt match just goes fucking absurdly good uh or the aphrodite singles goes absurdly good i think this is probably this is the match i'm most excited for Mm. i i because i feel like this is the most foolproof match like i feel like it's going to be hard for them to mess it up yeah no i would agree with that um like siri and mayu we've already seen them have a great match and they you know siri and that went 28 minutes and that was before the roster was ready for 28 minutes since then siri has somehow got better so, you yeah. know, that, that's going to be interesting. And Mayu as well has continued to add to her kind of arsenal of moves. So even Mayu especially is more equipped to go along. So definitely could be one of the best matches of, of the year to me. Yeah, I'm really yeah. excited for it. Um, but with that, that is that show. Um, and that is our preview. Uh, we did this episode. It was kind of rushed because, uh, as Dylan said, we recorded the first half hour and then it got deleted so we just flew through the same stuff um yeah we've been here for two hours so let's wrap it up i think indeed so um we will be back next week uh i don't know if me and dylan will be back now but uh me and somebody will be back to talk about i we could do it early next week but i'll I'll see i'll see i'll Uh, let you know I don't want to give you a right. Um But yeah, whoever it is with me will be there to talk about, to review these two shows, these pay-per-views, and we will also be previewing the Cinderella tournament. So the world of stardom never, ever I feel like down. I want to be here for that, man. <laughs> um, so that's going to be interesting. And um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any closing remarks? Uh, yeah, if, if I'm not here next week, then I will I will miss you guys, and I will be back the week later, hopefully. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna get my computer out to Colorado because I only have two bags. It's it's I'm, it's it's a mess. But uh, I will be back on my shitty old laptop, um, with my phone to record an episode of Star Quest. If not next week, then the week after that for sure. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the show this weekend because I think it could be really really good. Um, and yeah. Stop calling me a negative Nancy because I put everybody over except for my Sakurai. In the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. And Unagi. 
Unagi ain't really doing nothing right That's now. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited as well. Uh, hopefully these shows deliver. Uh, they they are very much like marquee shows for stardom. And if these deliver, I can see a lot of people paying attention uh, to the promotion. So, you know, hopefully we come on next week and we are raving about some of the best matches that we will see all year. And if not, well, Siri might have a cool new bodyguard. So that's always cool. And worst case scenario, we can always go back and rewatch that Sai Kamatani versus Natsupoy match and remember when wrestling was good all of a month ago. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. So with that, we will wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Dijo. Dijo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. APY.